Hi, and welcome to Feel to Heal. I am your host. My name is Vix. I am a clinician, which means that I work in the mental health field. I specialize on clients with substance abuse issues and history of trauma. But putting all of that aside, and most important, I am just like you. I am a person who at some point just needed someone to listen. So that's what this podcast is all about. I am here to listen. I encourage you to feel your feelings. Just let it all out. I am here. We feel to heal. Today, I thought we could talk about attachment styles and how they are created. How they impact the way we form bonds and relate to others. And I know that a lot of people out there have no clue what attachment styles are. Um, I honestly didn't really know about attachment styles until I started in my field. As it says, attachment is the way that we form those attachments to others, those bonds, the way that we relate to other people, the way that uh, we form those relationships, right? And most of the time, uh, attachment styles are created in those formative years, in those years when we're small, meaning when we are very young. We create these bonds with our parents, or sometimes we don't create these bonds with our parents, meaning that the attachment has been disrupted. But I will go ahead and break it down a little bit more for you guys, because I know that it can get kind of confusing at times, but I also think that it is very important to learn about attachment styles, especially if you're having a lot of issues uh, when it comes to relationships or when it comes to um, your own self-esteem. Your attachment styles can be very, very uh, important to know about if you want to and I help grow that self-esteem or better your relationship. So there are four attachment styles. There is secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. And as I said earlier, I'm going to go ahead and break it down a little bit more to make sure that um, you are more aware of each and every one of them. So let's let's explain them um, for it to make sense. Secure. Just that it is named, it is that attachment where you feel secure. You have formed a good, healthy bond and it has shown you love. And it also, it has shown you the, um, that independence is a good thing, right? You feel confident to explore the world. You feel, you feel cared for. Um, and your parents probably were involved in your life but also showed you that it was okay to be independent. So in this in this secure attachment style, you get uh, all the good. You get the good from um, you know your parents, and then you get that that idea that it's good to form relationships and bonds with other people. So uh, if you have that secure attachment style. Um, you feel like it's okay to go out there and explore the world. You feel like it's okay for you to let other people in. It's okay for you to love other people. It's okay for uh, for you to allow other people to love you because you are secure within yourself. Um, however, on the other side, in the avoidant um, attachment style, people with this attachment style tend to appear overly independent and they also find it uncomfortable to get close to others. So just like it sounds, they avoid trying to allow others in. 
because it's very hard for them to trust and it's very hard for them to also feel uh, rejected or unwanted. So um, people with this avoidant style, they tend to not want to allow other people to get too close or not allow other people to even uh, kind of form relationships with them. And we tend to see this from people who have experienced either neglect or absent parents when they were young. Um, uh, People in this attachment style usually grew up feeling that they were not worthy of love or that that any time that, you know, love came up, that um, it was going to end up hurting them. So they avoid love or they avoid relationships. They avoid these feelings like the plague because they don't want to get hurt. So now moving on to the anxious attachment. People with this attachment style crave intimacy. They want it, you know, they're out there looking for it. It's that idea of love me, love me, love me, but also at the same time, if anything ever even slightly changes, I'm gonna become very paranoid and anxious because my brain is just going to think that you're going to leave me and I don't want that. So in this uh, attachment style, people tend to look for, you know, validation or their own self-worth in other people, meaning in their partners. Um, It's that clingy, obsessive attachment that usually leads to codependent and unhealthy relationships. Because as I covered previously, when I have, when I touched on um, healthy, unhealthy relationships, um, if you don't feel comfortable with yourself, if you um, are very unsure of who you are of what you want it's gonna be very confusing for you to have a healthy relationship with another person because if you don't love yourself you know how are you going to um, try to love somebody else so in this attachment style you probably grew up thinking that um, you weren't worthy of love you weren't good enough for love so now you become very anxious trying to prove uh, that you are worthy of somebody else loving you And now moving on to disorganized attachment. Uh, On this scenario, um, it's the idea of love me, love me, love me once again. But oh no, now you're getting too close to me and I'm getting afraid. It's that I crave uh, attachment, I crave love, I crave relationships. But at the same time, you know, when I feel like uh, people are actually coming too close to me, people are are getting... uh, too um too intimate with me now i feel very scared now i feel uh, very fearful of what's going to happen when you leave me so like in the avoidant attachment we have that fear of intimacy but like the anxious one we crave it so that's why it's called disorganized you want to be loved but you're terrified of the idea of someone um, no longer loving you or you know leaving you And I see this one a lot, uh, especially from adult children of people with substance abuse, when they have grown um, in that in that family unit or when they have uh, lived through um, their parents uh, abusing drugs. So they have seen that uh, neglect, they have seen that um, avoidance right there. They crave that attention, they crave that love, but at the same time, you know, they know that people can leave you, people can neglect you, people can hurt you. 
so they crave that closeness but at the same time they have experienced loss they have been hurt and they never want to feel that again so that's where that disorganized uh, attachment happens i want you to love me but at the same time i am terrified so i'm going to i'm going to pull away so it's very very um disorganized as it's called so uh, a question that i get a lot of the time when i cover attachment styles is can i change my attachment style uh, and most of the time the answer is sort of <laughs> i know that doesn't sound like the perfect answer out there but um, we can work on becoming more secure and that's the best answer that i have for you we can't completely change it because it's something that was formed when we were growing up and we don't have a time machine so we can't go back in time but we can work on becoming more secure in our attachment styles meaning we have disorganized or we have avoidant or anxious what we can do is there are certain things that we can uh, work on in order to become more secure within ourselves so eventually our attachment style is also secured as well um so how do i become more secure um well as i have mentioned um in my previous podcast it all goes back to loving yourself more um about just choosing to look past those insecurities or work on those insecurities in order to have a better relationship with yourself and when we talk about attachment styles and when we talk about attachment disruption which is as it says when attachment is disrupted meaning when you were very little when uh when you were growing up and Um, your parents were either not there or they were abusive they were neglectful if you experience all of that and then you grew up to have an unhealthy attachment style then um what we can work on is healing from that trauma because we have to heal from that trauma in order to become healthier adults so how do i become more secure it starts with you by being you by loving you we have to acknowledge your past but learn to grow from it not run from it and i know that um a lot of us want to run away as far as we can we want to never think about it ever again we want to bury it but usually the more that we try to bury it the more that we try to run away from it the more that we end up finding people that match our attachment style and what do i mean when i say people that match your attachment style is is that without intending to meaning without actually seeking it out we find ourselves in relationships with people that also have that disorganized attachment or that avoidant attachment and that's what we end up in unhealthy relationships most of the time So uh some of the ways that we can grow uh, to be more secure with ourselves and uh, with our attachment style is is by practicing kindness uh forgiveness and providing yourself with never ending love. So it's that idea of I'm going to just radically accept who I am and forgive myself. and uh learning to set boundaries speaking for yourself being assertive with your needs and what with your wants um and i i know that it sounds very complicated especially if you have dealt with um with a low self esteem or a very unhealthy look um of yourself for years and years and years and this is not something that we're going to do overnight by any means this is going to take a lot of work but if you're here and if you're listening that means that you're you're already 
doing step one. You know, we're taking, we're taking baby steps towards loving ourselves more by identifying that there is something that you need to heal from. There is something that you need to fully feel, fully process in order to get to the other side. And speaking from experience, um, I didn't have that secure attachment style. Um, uh, I grew up um, feeling very anxious. I grew up kind of, um, I don't want to say in an unhealthy household by any means, but um, I grew up seeing that that sometimes, you know, people are going to love you, but at the same time, people might leave you. And that's not a very healthy way of, of looking at attachments or looking at relationships or, or looking at love as a whole, right? But um, I worked on changing that that style of uh, that attachment style on changing um how i feel about myself because i i wasn't going to allow my past or my parents relationship to kind of get in the way of me and my own relationships so uh, it started out by identifying that that's not what i wanted for myself that yeah you know i didn't grow up seeing that secure bond um but I wasn't going to give my power away to, to that anymore. I was going to choose um, to look at it as in it's my past. Uh, it is something that I went through. It is something that I lived through. But I was going to take all of that and help me grow as an individual. You know, help me see that. I have the power to change how I feel about myself and in turn also change the relationships that I form with other people. Because if I look at it like this, because if all my life, you know, um, I carry this insecure, anxious person with me, then I'm always going to feel like I'm not good enough to be loved. I'm always going to feel like I am not worthy of the good kind of love out there. And if I carry that uh, with me, I'm never going to end up finding a good, healthy person for myself. I'm never going to have a good, healthy relationship. So in order to eventually achieve a healthy relationship, I had to first identify that I wanted to be a healthier version of me. So if we look at it like this, if we think about your child self, right? If you have been through trauma, if you have been through hardships, something that has touched you to your core when you were just a little person, when you were uh, when you were very young, um, you probably felt unworthy, you felt unloved, you were afraid, um, you felt neglected, all those negative emotions. And if you ever felt invisible back then and you didn't deal with your trauma, you didn't deal with all that pain, it probably means that you have carried this fearful, neglected, um, this purse, this child that feels unworthy of love with you the whole time. So you have carried this screaming, crying child with you throughout all those years. And now that you're an adult, you continue to carry this child with you. So if you can picture yourself, you know, just going through life, carrying this this broken child and ignoring it that child probably doesn't feel very good right it just continues to feel ignored over and over again so what i encourage my clients to do is to put your child self down sit in front of your child self 
and ask your child self, how can I give you a voice? How can I help you? How can I allow you to be heard for, for once in your life? How can I help you grow? Because once we sit that child down, then what happens is, is that we also give ourselves the adult self a voice. Because you're working on your trauma, you're working on all those past um, hardships, and you're allowing yourself to heal from it. So that's a very good exercise to practice, you know, giving your child self a voice if you have experienced all those things. And like I mentioned earlier, none of these things are going to happen overnight. So it's not a quick fix. It's years and years and years of kind of evaluating everything that you have gone through and exploring uh, what can we change? What can we fix? What can I fully um analyze in order to become a healthier version of me and it all starts by allowing yourself to feel these things right because if you have uh, grown uh, up in in a household or if you have experienced uh, a lot of hurt in your past it's going to be very 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 difficult for you to just kind of get over it overnight It's going to take a long, long time for you to feel these things and to heal from it. But what I want each and every one of you to know is, is that it's okay. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay to feel um, badly. It's okay, it's okay to even feel angry at times, right? Because when we were small, And if, when, if we went through all these things when we were very, very little, we had no control over it. We couldn't, you know, decide, uh, hey, you're going to love me like this. We couldn't um, speak up and say, hey, these are my boundaries, right? Because when we're that young, we don't have the power to do so. And I am so, so sorry if you went through that. I am so, so sorry if someone didn't love you the way that you were supposed to be loved. But I, what I want everybody to remember is, is that just because somebody didn't love you the way that you were meant to be loved, the way that you were supposed to be loved back there, doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. You are worthy of all the good that is out there. You are worthy of the good love, the healthy love, the kind love. So don't allow your past to get in the way of that. Don't allow all these people that have let you down to continue to let you down over and over again. Um, we had no control back then, but we have control now. You can give yourself a voice. You can find the good, healthy love that is out there. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to appreciate yourself. So if nobody has said it to you today or in the last week, in the last month, in the last year, in the last 10 years. What I want you to know is, is that you are worth all of it. And I am so, so, so very sorry that nobody has told you that. But we can, we can grow, we can heal. We don't have to be broken forever. I tell you that from experience. 
I went through a lot of years of thinking that I wasn't worth the good kind of love. I went through a lot of years of either harming myself or allowing other people to harm me because I thought that I was never going to experience the good. I thought that I wasn't good enough for the good. And what I have realized or what I realized is is that if I don't change that vision of who I am in my head that I'm always going to end up with broken I'm always going to end up with bad so we have got to learn to love ourselves a little more because that's how we get the good when we remind ourselves that you are worth the good so thank you for taking the time out of your day out of your night to listen to me I know that I'm just one person out there in this big world but Don't ever forget that I am here to listen. 